Hello community and welcome to a cup full with myself, Tsekhezo Mwepi. Hello community and welcome to the very first episode of A Cup Full. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. So I am really looking forward to having today's conversation or starting today's conversation or continuing today's conversation because it's quite a it's quite a popular topic in a lot of the spaces that we might find ourselves in perhaps on social media um perhaps there's the kind of conversations that you have with the people that are closest to you the concept of doing the work which includes healing and taking good care of yourself creating boundaries what does that look like to you how are you doing that i'm also going to be reflecting a little bit on how i've done that and speaking here and there about where I come from with this. So doing the work doesn't look the same for all of us, but it does have similarities in it. And I just really want to find out or hear from everyone else what doing the work might look like for them. So you can comment down below. There is a space to comment on Spotify, on Apple Music, I'm also on Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and on Anchor. So if you would like to just speak on, you know, what that might look like for you, you are more than welcome to. Uh, a Cupful is also on Instagram, and the handle is a underscore cupful. You're more than welcome to speak on that. I'd really like to engage with the people that listen to this podcast so please do feel free to do so. So I'm just going to really get this ball rolling. The very first thing for me that sits at the very top of my list right now is getting into the habit of not caring what anyone has to say about me or thinks of me. And I feel like that's something that we should all hold near and dear to our hearts because people are always going to have something to say and people are always going to be thinking something. But the main character, the main priority is you. People want to have something to say. And that shouldn't be something that you are focusing on or that is at the top of your list of priorities. I think what should be at the top of your list of priorities is taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, and physically. What people say is what people say. Let that air out into the sky or wherever else. It's really not something that should be of your concern. The person who makes the rules in your life is you. And that has been very powerful for me because... It means I'm not stopped from moving forward or moving towards where I'm trying to move towards. It really does hinder you. It kind of puts limitations on you and it's a bit unfair towards yourself as well to always feel like you need to be validated by other human beings. 
and I think the validation I'm talking about is not, you know, the affirmation that you need from your loved ones in whatever way that you need it. I'm talking about validation that ends up having you in a position where you are constantly thinking, oh my goodness, if I do this, what are people going to say about me? And I was stuck in that rut for quite some time. So as a person that was a people pleaser for pretty much my teenage years, right into my university years, I struggled with 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 caring what people think of me and say about me for quite a while. But as I've gotten older and I've moved to have a different understanding spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I have be able, been able to move past that. And it's been an everyday work thing where I get it off my chest. I speak to to um, somebody like my mom or I'll speak to somebody like my partner or I'll speak to my friends when I'm feeling some type of way, you know, when something is bothering me. It's, it's an effort. You have to make an effort. You have to constantly work towards allowing yourself to move past it. So I think that the biggest focus and concentration in your life as a person that is trying to heal, as a person that is trying to improve themselves, is to create boundaries. You're not going to be uncomfortable and you're not going to be unhappy just to provide happiness and comfort to someone else. When we are living a life of balance and we're living a healthy life and we're leveling up, we need to prioritize boundaries. We need to be able to say, no, I'm not comfortable with this. Or no, I am tired. Or no, I am overwhelmed. When you care what people say, you are unable to take the breaks that you need to take. You are unable to wear what you want to wear. You are unable to put your hair up or color your hair the way you want to color it or cut your hair off like completely shave your hair off because you're not the main act in your life your life is not a dialogue you know your life is just that it is your life it is not a group project you do not have to consult with anything you are really trying your best right now to become a better version of yourself and becoming a better version of yourself means getting uncomfortable and letting go of waiting on people to make decisions for you or waiting on people to hear how they feel about a certain thing in your life. Don't give a fuck. It's over. It's very much overrated. Giving a fuck is overrated. And take good care of yourself. Take good care of your emotions move away from things that do not serve you so that's what we're doing that's how we're leveling up we're we're not going to turn around and listen to the whispers from other people it's very difficult we are socialized to think that somebody's opinion on the other side of the world matters when they're sitting in your comment sections on twitter and they're making a comment on your picture or they are 
or someone that you don't know says to you that that skirt is too short or somebody that you do not know tells you that you cannot you can't quit your job because when you quit your job what about the responsibilities that you have um yes you can because your workspace is toxic and you are unhappy with how overworked and underpaid you are so yes you can quit your job and nobody else's opinion matters please carry that with yourself carry that inside of you carry that in your heart whichever way you prefer it number two for me is identifying the bad habits and letting go of them so how are you giving up on the things that are not serving you anymore what are you doing you have to be doing something it's important for you to make sure that you you detach yourself from the things that are not good for you bad habits literally ruin any good thing that you are trying to create or that you have created or that you would like to create for yourself Uh, you need to shape your spaces for yourself I think that that is very important that is something that I have come to understand impacts me personally significantly the kind of spaces that I'm in how they serve me do they make me feel comfortable? Do they upset me? Am I am I growing in the space that I'm in? It's the same thing as with the kind of things that I choose to engage in. So what I give my energy to. I kind of like to see this like a, I don't know, it's like I'm sitting at a table and there is a variety of boxes and food and drinks And anything I can think of. And I know what's good for me and I know what's bad for me. And the decision is completely up to me. So that's kind of what letting go of bad habits is like. It's something that is completely up to you. It's something that you have to want to do. It's something that you have to work towards every day. And you also need to show yourself quite a lot of grace. Because if these are things that have stuck around in your life for a long time, these are things you've done for a long time you are going to have to teach yourself and do so kindly that you need to move away from them so that you are able to become or move towards becoming the person that you are trying to become. So you are very much in a space or you are in a position when you are giving up on your habits to move away from the things that no longer serve you to put your foot down and say, I don't want to do this anymore. Instead, I want to find healthier things to do if the things that you are doing are unhealthy. And definitions of unhealthy aren't the same. It might be smoking for one person. It might be excessive drinking for another person. It might be having friends that sort of enable you and encourage you to do reckless things and to live a completely reckless life that is no longer serving you I also just want to say that being the person that you were when you were 20 years old is just that being the person that you were all those years ago you cannot you cannot think that it's okay to continue being the same person especially especially 
if the the person that you were all those years ago obviously you were a child so you were making more immature decisions and you were a lot a lot less understanding of how life works and that you know it it pours out into everything when I say a lot less understanding spiritually you had a different understanding emotionally you had a different understanding um you know in our 20s I think a lot of us can say that it's right at the beginning of varsity, it's the drinking, it's the partying, going out almost every single night or every single weekend. It's just about having fun, but life becomes a lot more serious and you start to realize things and you have to find healthier outlets and healthier coping mechanisms and you need to open yourself up to listening when people say to you, no, 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 come on, this isn't working for you anymore. You are a grown-up now and grown-ups don't behave like that anymore grown-ups aren't ridiculously impulsive so do the work you need to make the effort to say to yourself that I'm taking responsibility and paying attention and being intentional about getting rid of the things and the people and the places that are not good for me um you are after all a grown-up And no one is going to stop you from indulging in your habits. Only you can do that. The people in your life, such as friends and family, you need those people that are going to give you solid advice. You need good people in your life that are going to be able to tell you that, listen, you've messed up. Listen, this is not serving you in any way. Listen, do something about this because if you don't it's going to be a hindrance to you progressing in whichever way that you would like to progress in your life so give yourself a little bit of time to think about if you're doing that how are you doing that are you happy with how you're doing that and yeah look out for yourself I think that's very important always look out for yourself Like I said when I started this podcast, or at the beginning of this particular episode, you are the main character. Move like that, carry yourself like that. It doesn't matter whether somebody says you aren't the main character, that's what they're saying, and you don't have to listen to that. Being the main character, in my opinion, means you need need to take care, you need to look out, you have to be your number one priority. Speaking of number one priorities, number one priorities also open their hearts and their minds to healing. So number one might be not caring what people say um, about you, not caring personally, not caring what people have to say about me. But my other number one is definitely constantly having my heart and my mind open to healing This is honestly something that is really always easier said than done. And it's very, very uncomfortable. I will say that. I started realizing that I have a lot of work to do on myself when I was about like 21, 22. I'm really fortunate that I have had a very good support structure. I have had such a beautifully growing relationship with my mom and 
she has given me such solid advice and we've had some of the best conversations ever that have been able to open my eyes that have helped change how I see things especially some of the things that have happened in my life that have also given me a better understanding of them so a good support structure has definitely contributed to how I've healed how I chose to heal I'm really also grateful that I've had so many wonderful people some have only come in for specific seasons others have been in my life for a lot longer from family to friends um I also really have a lovely lovely relationship with God and for people that do believe in God and that believe in a God I'm just going to say that also believe in a God uh I think you will understand when I say that having that kind of a connection that that kind of spiritual alignment is also such a helpful element. So I've had such a lovely support structure. I have an absolutely incredible partner as well and it has been it's been such an I don't want to say an easy process. It's definitely not been an easy process. It's actually been very very challenging. But I can say that it has been something that has become a lot less painful to do because I've been more receptive to it. Um and I have given myself time to understand how I want to heal and where I want to heal and why I want to heal. So for me it's it's important to acknowledge when you have hate, when you're carrying hatred, when you're carrying bitterness, when there's a lot of trauma sitting with you and decide that I want to work on on letting go and working on being a lot more fulfilled and happier and at peace. Because hatred, bitterness and trauma, they will really they literally put a brick wall between you and finding any kind of peace or finding joy you know just being happy just being happy i re- excuse me i really used to find myself um feeding off of these things and replaying moments that were upsetting where I felt like I'd been treated awfully, when people had taken advantage of me, where I'd been robbed, where I felt like, oh my goodness, I've been robbed of something emotionally or physically. And that's how I reminded and affirmed myself of those things. Um, I just, I kept them inside. They sat with me. I don't know how else to, to say it. I don't know how else to explain it, but... I kept them. They were like luggage for me. And I kept literal baggage that I would carry around with me. And that it just translated into aggression, avoidant attachment in friendships and romantic encounters, fear, hatred, spilled out into bad, became bad habits. Um, bad habits that were like a coping mechanism so the bad habits were more like coping mechanisms you know I 
I could, I could just, I could, now that I look back, I could see it everywhere. I could definitely, I can see it everywhere. It, it also kind of isolates you. It makes you a bit lonely. You live in your head a lot, which is what I did. I lived in my head a lot. And I guess holding on to those things was a lot more easier than letting go of them because I was just like, okay, then what? What else do I know after this? What else do I, what else is there outside of this? And when I gave myself the opportunity to gravitate towards healing and allowing myself to constantly gravitate towards healing, it began to manifest in the form of peace in my life. It began to manifest in the form of a lot more happiness and being able to enjoy the moments in my life without constantly panicking or constantly finding a way to, you know, to move past that, to, I don't know, to move very quickly onto whatever the next thing that I need to be doing in my life is. It's given me the opportunity to sit and enjoy what is important to me, happiness, peace, you know, fulfillment. I think that it it looks different for all of us. I have taken it upon myself a lot to have very open conversations with my mom about some of the traumatic things that happened to me in my childhood. And we've spoken and had some really candid, candid conversations. I know we we don't all have the opportunity to sit down and talk to our parents. Perhaps our parents are a little bit resistant to talking about and hearing you out in terms of the things that you have had to carry into your adulthood, things that have bothered you, traumatic things, upsetting things, things that manifested as bitterness and hatred, you know, those things. It's not easy. So for people that might experience that, I think something like therapy or journaling would be better or speaking to somebody else that you feel really safe with. There is so much power in talking. It has made such a huge difference for me. I think just identifying my bad habits has also helped but I was able to identify my bad habits because of I was in the process of having those kinds of conversations and I was realizing that a lot of the decisions that I was that I was making were influenced a lot by the trauma that I experienced and so I had to kind of have a world stop moment and say to myself girl you really you're doing yourself an injustice here. There is room, there's a lot of room for you to heal. There's lots of opportunity for you to look at things a lot more differently. And like I said, the more I open myself up to it, which is a very important element of it, you need to open yourself up to it, the better things got for me. So getting things off your chest, I think that's very important. Speak to somebody that you feel safe with. Don't don't rush yourself, don't push yourself, but commit to it and take baby steps. That is really what could be the beginning of your healing. And that's what could be the beginning of working towards the kind of person you want to become.
spend time doing the things that also fulfill your heart like i said you're the main character you're the main act please act accordingly when you are not in a space to talk when you're not in a space or you don't have capacity to show up communicate those that with your loved ones and then just take time on your own healing looks very different for all of us people might want a little bit of time to themselves to sit with their thoughts to think and process everything to realize things to acknowledge things in order for them to start their healing work some people need a lot of people around them all of the time um and that's really fine that is really okay but make sure that you have the right friends in your corner make sure that you have the right community in your corner we all need that we really really all need that Please don't keep people around that are not going to be able to be there for you the way you would be there for them, number one, but also the way that you need them to be there for you. And there are people that are going to be able to be there for the, for you the way you need them to be because of that is your tribe. That's your community. So stick with your community. Stick with your tribe. I'm really, really grateful um, for the people that have come into my life. I'm very grateful for my friends. I'm grateful that... I can say that I always experience people that have my back. I am always, I've always experienced specifically growing into myself and in, in my time of healing. I've been very, I've been fortunate enough to have people come into my life, to have lovely friends come into my life and show up for me and be there for me and be my community and be my tribe. So I'm very, very grateful for them. Um, there's no formula for healing, but there are multiple resources and an importance in taking advantage of that. It's also important to understand that healing is not linear. It will not be comfortable. It's going to be very challenging. There will be a lot of moments of wanting to leave it and go back to holding on to what hinders the healing. Um, and you will have to put in the work, especially in those times. Just make an effort and be all in, no matter how bumpy the road may get. It is for the person you are working towards becoming and the kind of life you are looking to create for yourself. There is really no room for bitterness or anger and the heart and mind that do not have a single bit of peace in them because that's not, that's not what we're trying to do here. We're leveling up. We are leveling up. And leveling up looks like working hard, doing a lot of work towards that. Be teachable as well. Be teachable. That's very, very important. You don't know everything. You cannot know everything, which is why you must always be open to learning something new. It could be from a person who has experienced that said thing. Um, please listen to elders. They have solid advice. They always really, really do. It becomes more and more, <laughs> more and more apparent the older that I've gotten. It becomes, it has become rather more and more apparent the older I've gotten that having an older somebody to talk to that is really grown. Um, that could be like an aunt, could be an older sister, an older brother, you know, a parent, whichever one having somebody that will give you solid advice and guide you that's something important and not to be taken 
for granted. Um, there will always be room to learn something new. Make that room. Create that space. It really could only do you good. Being teachable also makes you so much more aware. And in turn, you become a lot more mindful. You know, mindfulness is... It's such a... I think it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing to possess. It's such a beautiful thing to have. Being mindful helps you understand so many so many things you're mindful of people's excuse me you're mindful of people's emotions you are mindful of understanding things like it is not your place to divulge certain information you become you become you you just become so understanding and you value the meaning of knowing when to say what, how, with who, it becomes a priority for you to focus on the things that are actually going to be beneficial to you also. So, you know, I think being teachable definitely also gives you the opportunity to become wiser and more knowledgeable. And those are the the kind of wisdom that you are not going to be able to pick up in any book. And that's that's really it's just such it's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of the the process of taking good care of yourself and opening your heart and your mind to a different way of living. You end up picking up on things or learning things that you could never pick up in a book. And please don't get me wrong books self-help books you know books that are written written I beg your pardon that are written by by life coaches they are they are valuable but what I am saying is there is also value in learning from other people and learning from their experiences I can 100% say that opening up yourself to being taught by other people it also just gives you an opportunity to travel through time and space a little bit as well. That's, that has been my experience. When you aren't quick to want to stand in front of the line and speak like you know everything, you have an opportunity to learn. And that is such an important thing to have, to carry. It contributes significantly to your growth. You are open to learning new things and to being taught by other people and to understand things from a different perspective. You also need to, hand in hand, be open to change. So on this, I want to say it's very important to prioritize not being the person that you were five years ago. If you are 26 today, you were obviously 26 years ago. You were a completely different person. You thought differently. You saw things differently. So you can't want to be that person today as well. Don't hold on to to being the same person or doing the same things. Life is forever changing and so are you. And take it like that. Understand it like that. See it that way. Seeing it that way will also open it will also open you up to 
being more more comfortable with change I want to say even a year ago you're honestly growing up you're growing into yourself so you need to act like it every single day is an opportunity embrace to embrace the change that you need to we age in number we move from high school to tertiary to working and then you know things become very very real <laughs> you realize things i know right now i've to this point i've realized so many things it can get very exhausting it can get very overwhelming but realizing things means you can change things you can work on things you can enjoy things differently you can enjoy things period you know that's because of you are realizing that there are things that need to shift you know you you're realizing that you need to move house you need to move you need to move things around and if you want to move to a bigger house then you need to make the necessary adjustments in your in your space so work do the work i reiterate do not you do not root yourself in one place that is not growth that is comfort and comfort can leave you thinking that that is the end and rooting yourself in one place can be a very mental thing as well it can also be a very emotional thing it can also obviously be something that is more tangible like work or rooting yourself in the same place with the same people even when that no longer serves you so opening yourself up to thinking of life as a constant constantly moving constantly changing will allow you to open yourself to changing growth and change are 100% inevitable there is nothing you can do about it other than move and grow and change <laughs> there is so much beauty and excitement and a whole lot of uncertainty in it but you will not know what there is to grow into or grow towards if you close yourself off to it i definitely love looking back and seeing how differently i think look and behave in comparison to 5 years ago i also enjoy that i can rely on myself to make wise decisions to think logically and bring myself back from wanting to waste my energy on moments of harboring bitterness or hatred I like that embracing change has made me more assertive and confident and really proud of the woman I'm becoming and that's because of I understand that this life it moves and you need to move with it that it changes and you need to change with it that you need to make adjustments especially if you are very intentional about becoming who you are becoming who you want to become rather becoming who you truly are that also that also flies i think i can also i can also definitely roll with that 100% i am happy that my journey will continue to be filled with inviting change into my life and um, that will continue to elevate me please give yourself the opportunity to step into uncharted waters it's very rewarding um to explore letting go of and getting out of your comfort zone it is going to filter into every single part of your life 
and allow you to continue building into yourself a better you for yourself and those that you love. Main character, move like a main character because that is exactly what you are. Affirm it if that's what you must do. Affirm it. Make sure that you constantly remind yourself that because of you are now your number one priority and you come first. You're opening yourself up to change. You're opening yourself up to 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 making the shifts in your life that need to be made so that you become who you want to become and that you are able to achieve the things that you want to achieve. You know, when we sit and we don't move and we don't make an effort, we are closing ourselves off to our true destiny. We're closing ourselves off to where we would truly like to be. And that's not something that you want to do. You don't want to spend 50 years of your life or even a year of your life. Actually, let's bring it a little bit closer. A year of your life being and doing things that don't serve you, doesn't align with you. That's, that's not how we're trying to live. We're trying to be better, level up, let go of things that don't serve us. Do the work. We're trying to do the work here. And that takes time, but it can be done, especially if you want to do it. That's why I think that getting into this next one is very important. And I I just want to make a disclaimer already that this is something else that also looks very different for everyone. And it's a little bit sensitive as well. I think that it's something that you can approach how you see fit approach it with caution but do it it's an important part of growing up you need to identify your triggers you need to identify your triggers 100% this is an integral part of of healing it's been an integral part of my healing doing this did so much for me it affirmed my feelings about how the things that trigger me have made me feel it has allowed me to constantly remind myself that I can move away from that which makes me feel awful. It has given me lots of room to heal. Knowing knowing your triggers informs and influences how you will react to things that trigger you. Um, that's how I've experienced it. So understanding my triggers has definitely helped me react to them um it also has helped me create boundaries that have protected me and i'm going to use the word protect because triggers expose you and you feel very unprotected when you are triggered i am more vocal about the triggers to my loved ones and most importantly i have managed to constantly work on them work on how I respond Uh, you'll be triggered you could be triggered by anyone really you could be triggered by a complete stranger but you are able to say when somebody speaks to you a certain way or they trigger you you are immediately able to say I don't like this this is making me uncomfortable stop or I'm going to leave I'm going to remove myself whichever way you respond to it acknowledging that something exists mean that there is 
something that you can do about it. Being aware that you have things that put you off and in turn have the potential to make you react in a way that weighs heavily on you means that there is room to fix that so that it weighs less on you um, for you to deal with it and so that you either no longer react the way that you do and you react differently or you are able to just completely remove yourself because of it's not something you are comfortable with. I think the best place to start with when it comes to to you know dealing with triggers is acknowledging that they exist and you can write down what your triggers are that's a form of expression and call it what it is so for example you it could be it could go this way um you could say not being in control triggers my anger or anxiety or fear and in turn makes me react the way i do you might either cry or you might get very angry or you might get very frustrated but because of now you know what that is you are going to be able to say so anxiety fear anger make me react like this this and this and this is my trigger the point of writing it down is to be completely honest, to for you to be able to see it and for you to be able to find a solution to it. So be completely aware of what your triggers are and to which extent they make you react so that you are able to find a solution or approach that will work best for you. So approaches, I would say, would include creating boundaries, removing yourself from environments and people that could trigger you, you know, controlling how you react to your triggers, um, through finding outlets to release the tension and frustration. You could exercise, you could read, you could write, go for walks, you know, breathing exercises, speaking to a therapist or anyone that you trust and just getting your mind, getting yourself to a place that is able to acknowledge that you are going through this or acknowledge that this is your experience and that although your feelings are very valid and will always be very valid, you do not need to express that in a way that could potentially be harmful to you or the next person. Approach is very important. Approaching your triggers with honesty and with the intention to find a solution can only have a very solid outcome and be very helpful and effective. So I just want to share what some of my triggers are. So I'm hoping that it would it will help. Um, it will help you. If you aren't aware of what your triggers are or if, even if you are aware, I just think that it's, it's good to share and good to be able to, to say that this is how I work through this. So for me being shouted at unnecessarily, just being shouted at in general, having someone raise their voice is genuinely a trigger for me. It's upsetting and I think it's it's never necessary 
because we can speak to each other as normally as possible. I'm still definitely going to hear you. Being spoken over, the same thing. Being dismissed or having my feelings dismissed. And definitely and 100% having someone tell me that I'm being ridiculous for expressing that. That also very much upsets me. But a solution that has helped me significantly is having reached a point of being able to say, I really didn't like that. Um, Being able to say to the person who would have done that, that I do not like that. I don't like how you spoke to me or treated me. That was uncalled for. Please do not do it again. And if a person chooses to be unreasonable or continue shouting, I definitely excuse myself. I simply remove myself because it's upsetting me, it's triggering me. And I won't stand around and be someone's punching bag. That's something I refuse to do. I also feel that it is unfair when a person has to bring up an issue more than once. So if a person chooses to do that to me again, like laugh or dismiss me rudely or just come across as uninterested, um, they're showing me that they don't care about what I've brought up. And then that is that is always where I cut a person off. That's that is where I leave room to cut a person off. And I don't negotiate it. There's nothing for me to 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 negotiate with myself. Disrespect when I've made you aware that it is a disrespectful thing to me won't sit, it doesn't fly with me. I don't have room to make people comfortable at my expense anymore. And I won't do it. Um, it also goes for a person who apologizes for upsetting you or triggering you, but does it again. Bye. 100% bye. Um, learn to speak to and of yourself with kindness. This has probably been one of the hardest, most challenging things I'm learning to do on this journey of doing the work. Um, I've really struggled with showing myself kindness and grace because of how much I have continued to expect from myself and very difficult and unnecessary expectations. I'm looking to get into into this as a topic on its own, but I did want to speak about it briefly um, that a lot of the times we look at ourselves according to society's standards and not our own. And we should really work on that because society is definitely not, that's not the starting point. That's not the place where you should be looking to validate yourself. That's not the place at all. It could never be the place. Society was more of a mirror for me than I was. So not measuring up to society pushed me to to put myself in a position where I'm constantly pushing myself to quickly get my shit together and be excellent. Like, be great. So you have to be great. You need to measure up to your age mates or else you're falling behind. And what are you doing with your life? Like, come on, girl. Not being the excellent according to the mirror of society had me neglecting my well-being pressuring myself to be something I'm not and I really felt at my most emptiest and my unhappiest 
because I'm looking at people on social media and I'm looking at my age mates that I know in person, like uh, the people that I, that I'm acquainted with and they're like leveling up and they're doing amazing. And it just feels like I've fallen so far back behind in my life. Um, and that really left me neglecting myself and pushing myself in ways that were harmful and unkind um life has truly been so humbling (laughs) which I'm grateful for because it stopped all this running around I was doing and had me sit down and truly breathe and truly reflect um breathing and reflecting are important and breathing and having conversations that open my mind to thinking differently are have also been or are very important in making sure that I take good care of myself and I show myself a lot more compassion and kindness. So another thing that has helped me with taking good care of myself or showing myself kindness is affirmations. I'm going to read out some of my affirmations and I hope that you take something from it. I hope that you affirm this to yourself if it is fitting for you. I hope you write down your own affirmations or even go onto Pinterest and find your own affirmations. This is a great way to show yourself some kindness. You know, it's a good start to taking good care of yourself. I am great. Please affirm this to yourself every day. I am doing just fine because my life is my journey and not society's journey. That rerouting, growing, learning, stumbling, standing tall are all part of who I'm trying to become. I am so capable. I am not running out of time. I am pure excellence, my ancestors' greatest blessing, and God's absolute favorite. What is mine will always be just that, mine no matter how long it takes to reach me. When in doubt, I must remember that I'm capable of achieving all through being no one other than myself. You need to speak to yourself with kindness. um, Affirm yourself and remind yourself that you're doing amazing. It is one of the most valuable things you can do for yourself. Do it as often as possible. Make it a priority to speak gently of yourself and to yourself and to anyone that might try you by bringing up your age, for example, or how much further behind you are than your friends. Please even boo them if possible. Like, just start booing them. Because people like that suck. Why are you doing that? You are making a person... You're just putting a person in a difficult decision. You're giving a person unsolicited advice also. Don't do that. Please block out unsolicited advice. People that want to tell you that you can do things like this, but you can't do them that way. It's not their life. It's it's not their life. Rather, it's your life. And you should just really carry it that way. Carry yourself that way. The very last thing I want to get into, we've been here for quite a while, and I was hoping to keep the podcast a little bit shorter, but I'm really happy that I was able to speak about how doing the work has looked like for me and share and hopefully help someone else start with doing the work or incorporate new ways of doing the work in their in their lives um I mentioned a little bit earlier on in the podcast but 
it definitely has to be surrounding yourself with people that are good for you community i just want to say again that community is important your tribe is very important we really cannot do everything on our own we need support um let people help you let people help you it really is okay to ask for help it's really okay to get assistance from from people that care for you take their advice this circles back to keeping an open mind and being teachable your loved ones are your tribe especially you know the people that people that you know you can carry with you and that will carry you those are your people those are your people let them in give them give them the room to help you give them the room to be supportive to you open yourself up to it you will only receive the things that i've spoken about things like support and having your tribe be there for you when you've opened yourself up to it and opening yourself up to it means that you need to do the work and see where you need to open up if you're closed off um ask for help ask for help there's nothing that i've there's nothing that i've learned the importance of more than asking for help please don't be afraid to ask for help because we really cannot be everything on our own and we cannot do everything on our own we need support take your loved ones advice seriously take the advice with a pinch of salt open up your heart open up your mind focus stay focused on what it is that you're trying to achieve and where it is that you are trying to get to i think that there is so much to learn so much to grow into so many beautiful things to experience in this lifetime including happiness and peace and lots of freedom emotionally um and lots of freedom mentally and physically and spiritually and i think that we can experience all of those things if we truly want to and if we truly put in the work i think this is um a good a good point to end the podcast thank you again thank you so much for listening thank you for taking the time to to take this journey i really hope that the work that you're doing on yourself the work that you are doing with others because healing is not just with ourselves but we also often heal with our loved ones with family we heal with friends i hope that really goes well and like i said a cupful is on on instagram it's a underscore cup under wow <laughs> my english my english is gone after almost 55 minutes of speaking it is a underscore cupful on instagram and the comment sections on apple Podcasts, on spotify on amazon music google podcast and anchor are also very much open for you to make comments and leave any feedback as well i really look forward to seeing everyone hearing from everyone <laughs> i look forward to the next episode 
thank you again and see you very soon.